0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode, oh my god, you mother, I'm
1: choking over here, Greg, fuck, <laughs> uh, I'm still, oh, all right, all right. are you, sh- are you good, I'm good, I'm, go. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm keeping this, are you good with that, oh. I keep all of this, just uh, to make my life easier,
1: well, we've both been up for like 20 plus hours, let's do it,
0: what's up, people, <laughs> it's episode, 234 of We Podcast and We know Things where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as I, I hope he is after that incident. I hope he's not dead. Uh, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Get over here. Perfect. I'm
1: Perfect here, intro.
0: Perfect intro. We're live here on Zencaster a day early, Wednesday, April 28th. Sam's Mama Tukes' birthday.
1: Yeah, happy birthday to my mama when she's 64. So she finally hit that age. Of God the Nintendo.
0: Him. Of the Nintendo. Hell yeah. N64. Uh, shout out to your mom. She's one of the nicest people on planet Earth. And I love you guys. So we are live here in Zencaster. We're doing it a day early because of the NFL draft. Uh, on Thursday night, I'm going to be a part of a live draft show. So uh, that's going to be Philly. fun. Warroom Room Philly. Our friends, Anthony and Keith. So thanks to those guys. Our second year doing it. Um, so Sam, thank you for on your mama's birthday, switching it around and doing a show a day early. Uh, The beautiful thing about this is we got a wide open topic tonight. A couple of them. We got our spoiler free thoughts on Mortal Kombat. We got something we called on this podcast
1: months ago. I would say you you more than I.
0: Well, we're a team. What's yours is mine. Uh, And then we get our overall spoilerific. Finally, we get to talk spoilers about this show. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's done. It's over at least the first season if there's going to be more excited to dive into our impressions of that sam will take over in gaming with the new pokemon snap review uh, we're getting a state of play find out more about that uh super mario party why do we talk about that three years after release well stick around to find out sam has a weekly wada and we'll get on out of here but let's start where we customarily do with our picks of the week
1: yeah so i'm on i'm scrolling on netflix Alex hits me with a text like, yo, you got to watch this movie. It's called The Yin Yang Master. I was like, I've never all right. heard of it. Yeah, yeah either of so us, I go on Netflix and you know, I see, ironically, there's two movies of the same name. One, they're both called The Yin Yang Master and the other one's called The Yin Yang Master. I think it was like uh, Master of Dreams. So I was like, all right. The first one I watched, it was wild. It ended with they were fighting a giant snake. That was It was pretty wild. The regular Yin Yang Master, they literally dropped like two days apart on Netflix. They were shot in 2018 in China. Then Netflix got the rights. So the one to watch is just called The Ying Yang Master on Netflix. And it's about th- this guy, Kuang Meng. He's half human, half demon. And he's basically an officer guarding demon souls and artifacts, specifically this one called The Scale Stone, And he's scapegoated in the death of his superior and he's framed and they're after him. And it's like years pass and he's like training people to fight this giant demon at like, basically who's been trying to get this stone for centuries. Um, It, it just like, again, just like Roni Kenshin, like they do action sequences differently. China, Japan, like it's just differently than what we do here in the U S what can, they can do is absolutely amazing. The cinematography was it's, it's just, it, it's different than what we're used to. So I understand that this movie won't be for everyone, but if you have two hours, Netflix, it's called the yin-yang master.
0: My pick of the week, I don't know where it is. I set it into my remote and it started playing. So I don't know if it was on one of the Technology, premiums. Huh? I don't know if it was on a premium or if it was on a streaming service. I think it's on Stars. I'm almost positive I saw the Stars logo pop up a few times. But just say it into your remote pretty much on any cable provider and maybe you could watch it. I right around April... March and April, right around the start of baseball season, my favorite things to do are to watch old Phillies video yearbooks and to watch baseball movies. And it's like my yearly tradition. I just love to soak myself in. But there's one baseball movie I never saw. Uh, It's seven years old, and I thought to myself, why haven't I seen this? Let me just check it out. I had a few hours to myself. So I watched it. It's called Million Dollar Arm, 2014 film. John Hamm is the star. He plays J.B., uh, J.B. Berenstein, I believe he is a this is a real based on true story. It's a biography kind. I mean, obviously, there's some creative liberty, but uh, he plays a sports agent who broke away from his major agency to start his own thing. They're struggling. So he has an idea to recruit pitchers from India. There's never been a major league uh, baseball player from India. So what's he do? He puts on a contest, calls it the million dollar arm, goes to India for months to try and get cricket players to turn them into Major League Baseball players in just one year's time. Pretty insane. Um, and and one of the real-life – Tom House, he's a real-life scout known for developing pitchers. He was played by the late, great Bill Paxton. That was great mm-hmm. to see Bill in a film. So you got Alan Arkin, Bill Paxton, John Hamm. Like, you got a really, really good cast. And not only that, you have the Indian baseball players. What year so is Suraj, this? 2014. Okay. It's a Disney joint, as they say. So, it was not on Disney Plus, though. Siraj Sharma plays Rinku. Only thing I thought the whole time was Yu Yu Hakusho.
1: Yeah, I was, uh, was going to say it's like that name. Yep, yep. Madhur
0: Mittal plays Dinesh. They're the two ball players that get recruited from India. Um, again, real life stories. They're real life names and, and all that good stuff. Uh, Madhur Mittal actually plays in Slumdog Millionaire, one of my favorite international films. Yeah. So, um, Just a really good, feel-good baseball movie. It's not super-duper heavy. Oh, yeah, Lake Bell's in it, too. She's great. Um, It's not too, too heavy on, like, there's no in-game action. There's a lot of pitching, a lot of, like, showcases and bullpen sessions. There's not a lot of in-game stuff going on, so you don't have to be a baseball fan to follow it. Again, a true story. I just found it super inspirational to where I went and watched a couple documentaries and did a lot of reading up on the actual thing and the actual players and it was just really cool i love baseball movies the cheesier the better i cried like a baby at the rookie this one maybe i shed a tear or two uh it, it was really really good so i highly recommend it it's called million dollar arm from 2014 and oh by the way if you're a baseball fan you'll probably recognize some of the cameos of people just in the background it's it's actually pretty neat i'm like oh I know those people. So really neat little movie. Million dollar arm. Sam, it is four and a half for you. Three and a half for me in our trivia challenge. Our race to 11 win by two. I'm going to give you the question first this week. Perfect. It is a Pokemon question, but it's, but it's fairly easy.
1: Right.
0: Of the starter Pokemon, of the starter Pokemon, who is the first ever starter Pokemon with two different types?
1: Two different types.
0: And I will give you a hint. It's from the gens, like the first three or like the first three gens, the ones that you played as a kid. I'm not going crazy on you and expecting you to know the starters from gen six.
1: All right, let me hear the names.
0: Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Cyndaquil, or Chikorita. Let's go Cyndaquil. What types do you think Cyndaquil is?
1: It maybe went, uh, uh maybe fighting, <laughs> firefighting,
0: uh, that's gen four and gen five. Unfortunately, the first ever dual type starter is the first ever Pokemon Bulbasaur Bulbasaur. Wow. Do you know the types that he is?
1: No, you know, the one,
0: his, you know, his, the one type oh, right? he has grass. Yep. Do you know his second type? Very goes under the radar. Cause even in oh, the first oh, games, is it electric? Nope. Hmm. It kind of goes with grass. And if you think about Bulbasaur, it makes a lot of sense once you hear it. He is grass poison.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He is grass poison. Charmander is just straight fire. Squirtle is just straight fire or straight water. But he is
1: grass poison. I felt like they all could have been like, you know, they all could have just had their own. But, you know, Bulbasaur actually makes more sense. All right. Yeah. So there's your there's your question. Here you go. What Marvel Combat game did Tremor make his debut? What,
0: what what? What Marvel Combat? What oh, what Mortal Kombat game did Tremor make yeah. his debut? Oof. Maybe four. Um Maybe it was nine as DLC. Because I feel like he was nine. I, I feel like he was in nine. Uh oh, man. Can you give me the answers, please?
1: Okay. You have. A Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. B Mortal Kombat 2. C Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Or D Mortal Kombat Special Forces.
0: Wow. So he Wow. It's not Mortal Kombat 2. So it's side game. What are the other can you give me the other three, please?
1: A was Deadly Alliance. C oh, was that's a main game. Okay. C was Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. D was Combat mm-hmm. versus Special Forces. Or just All Mortal right. Kombat <sighs> Special Forces. 2
0: and DC are out, so it's Deadly Alliance, which makes a lot of sense. It's like the middle of the timeline, like the fifth or sixth game, I believe. That's a main fighting game. And then Special Forces was some fucking weird, horrible game featuring Jax with some horrible cover art, and it was like the worst game ever. But it featured Jax. He was either an NPC in that, or he made his debut in a fighting game. I'm just going to go ahead and say he made his debut in a fighting game. I'll go with Deadly Alliance.
1: Incorrect to a special forces. Special
0: forces. Yeah, I just it was PlayStation one. I know it, yeah. but I just never played it.
1: But dude, good. Good so. for you. You had it down to two, man. You worked yeah. it out.
0: I can figure all. I love that universe. I just tremor. I know he was definitely an MK uh, nine DLC character because that's where I first heard of him. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So it's still 4.5 to 3.5. As we get into it, a couple of movie stories here. The first one. I have been waiting years to talk about this, but we're going to have to keep it spoiler free. I don't know your thoughts on this movie. You don't know my thoughts on it. This is going to be a really intriguing conversation, especially to try and keep spoiler free. Yeah. What'd you think of Mortal Kombat?
1: I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, I didn't go in there expecting Shakespeare. I, I you know I heard a <laughs> lot of people kind of, you know, crap on this movie for, you know, dialogue or story, you know, I, I again, it, the, the movie's far from perfect. I'll be the first person to tell you, but for what we got, I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Now, did you go max or did you go theater? Uh, HBO max. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too.
1: I mean, it, it's just, it's just a safer move right now. You know, we're almost there. And so, you know, why, why dump the gun? Yeah, we both have our first shots. Yeah, Disney you know what I mean? So it's like, already right, here, call for my own home. I was, I was pretty excited to watch it again. It's been God knows how many years since the last one. Yeah.
0: So I watched it twice. Same. Um, same.
1: I, I actually also did.
0: Yeah, I watched it twice. I watched it once by myself and once with Ashley. She was dying to watch it, so we watched uh, it as awesome. well. Release night. But I wanted to soak it in on my big screen. She can't really go in the basement now. Uh, she's on bed rest, so. It was tough, but I got to go down, soak it up into my into my lovely big screen on my big ass couch. And and um, I agree. I think it was I think it was good. I think it was pretty good overall. I think there's some major inconsistencies. I think there's some major plot holes, a bunch of bullshit. But at the end of the day, I just thought it was really damn fun.
1: Yeah,
0: I didn't I, get bored.
1: I agree. I, I I wanted to see more. Again, it had its moments where you're like, OK, uh, what? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what they meant. Uh, okay, you know, it was a lot of that, but I, for what I saw on screen, I was I, I was dab on HBO Max. I was very happy with it.
0: Now, Sam and I are going to try and skate around this because it's so easy to want to spoil this and to just talk about it. And we will. Don't get me wrong, we're going to have a spoilery discussion, but it's out less than a week. We didn't feel it yeah, right next week. To do that's that. it.
1: You, you have to say it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I less mean, than two hours. Make it work.
0: It, and at this point, yeah, it's it's kind of on you at this point because it's available in theaters. So you, even if you don't have HBO Max, you could check it out.
1: Um, it again,
0: out somewhere. It, right, exactly. And and those plot holes, we won't get into them. I think there was some major ones where I looked at Ashley and I said, "What in the hell?" But she looked back and said, "I think this is fun, like really, really fun." And so, if you can't find that goofy enjoyment, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan at all. This kind of speaks to you. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. It's not. I mean, it's it's probably up there with the best video game
1: movie ever because it, the it had, bar it, just I it's think just it, not it's, high. I think it's got to be in the top three. Yes, I, maybe
0: Sonic, Detective Pikachu, and this, and they're completely different movies. Yeah, like all like, three all,
1: like yeah, exactly. They're all they're all over place, and and I mean, this had had so many little nods to the game where I was literally laughing out loud there was
0: there was a special move talking about there was a special move spray painted on a wall there were newspaper clippings of characters in the background there was a very 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 yeah yeah there was a very big easter egg of jack said a name and he just combined the two creators of mortal kombat at a certain point so there's a lot of Easter eggs in this movie, yep. and references that I felt the second time I watched it, I was following it along again, but because I had just seen it twenty four hours before you I was looking for those little things, yep. that's what I was watching it for, just to see how many there were. I couldn't wait for the uh emergency awesome uh uh YouTube video.
1: I wanted to do it myself and, and um, again and we always say it on here. the second watch is always the best,
0: yeah, it was so good and and so you're absolutely right, Sam that like. I called bullshit on a lot of stuff, and there were some characters in here that I felt were completely wasted, but but what I think this movie did was it gave you enough, it gave you the fights you were looking for, it gave you the, a lot of the characters you were looking for, and there is such a clear and obvious need and want, because it is doing very well. Uh, for a sequel that I think our needs are going to be kind of associated in the sequel films.
1: Oh, and, and th- this movie did exactly what it it, it it kept us wanting more. It already, The budget was $55 million. It already, I think it just crossed its budget. And I'm assuming it did very well on HBO Max. So I, I assume there are the, the sequel is already being written. I And I heard it in an interview, the second movie is going to be the tournament, and then the third movie is going to be post-tournament. That's what the writer of the first one said. And that
0: makes that makes logical sense. And you heard and people, oh, you, I
1: want the tournament. Say, like, okay, they're setting it up. The go watch the nineteen ninety five version. Yeah, That's you, the
0: tournament. You, you know what uh, I mean? That I wanted. I was cool with the origin story. What I think, and I didn't. This is not an original thought. Somebody uh, said this, and I actually wholeheartedly agree. I see this with a lot of WB movies. Whether it was the Justice League film, whether it was Godzilla versus Kong, whether it was this one these movies tend to do a lot of exposition and like talking to you instead of showing you. Yeah. I think as such a big mortal Kombat fan, I don't need to be told that stuff. I understand why you're doing it to reach the casual audience of the people yeah. that maybe haven't played it in 20 years. I'm not that audience. So for me to like, tell me stuff, it was kind of like, man, I-, I know all this. This isn't, this isn't really new news, but I took some notes and we'll keep it really spoiler free here. The opening seven minutes, they put that shit online, so uh, we we can you know spoil that to the cows come home because it's it's been online for weeks. You can you can watch it. It starts at the Hanzo Hasashi compound, and Bihan, who is eventually Sub Zero, shows up. Hanzo is eventually Scorpion, and it basically it does the right thing, but boy howdy, it was brutal. It was. Almost rips your heart out. I recommend, even if you don't watch the movie, go watch this, and this will make you want to watch the movie.
1: Hiryu Yuka Sonata as Scorpion is probably one of the most perfect perfect casting that I've seen. I absolutely loved him. just Just to see him and Sub Zero go at it, it, it just started, multiple times. It was it was so brutal. Oh, Of course, multiple times, but right in the beginning, they 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 got you like they got me right in the beginning. They're two of the most iconic two Mortal Kombat characters ever, and their fight scene was fantastic.
0: And it was the origin of a major weapon. Um, like it, it's so mm-hmm. good
1: to know. Like,
0: oh, that's how it happened. It wasn't just some snake like in the ninety five <laughs> version. Yeah, it actually has an origin. So a yeah. major weapon in the Mortal Kombat universe gets its origin there. And you know, it it's brutal too because it's not just Hanzo who pays a price. So that was really good. Mm. I thought overall because after that it goes to Cole Young, and uh, you know, he's the new character, not in the games, made for the movie. We called a mile away we called a year ago what his role was going to be We kind of now that if you're a listener of the show like you could probably catch it too uh i thought he was fine i didn't he didn't i didn't love him i didn't hate him i think, he's uh, a fine I, think job. I
1: think i think that's it i didn't love him i didn't hate him i think he, he's he's right there for the film he's perfect it just i was there to see everybody else <laughs> you yeah know what
0: I mean? yeah the problem is his big fight was with my favorite all-time mortal Kombat character and i felt that was a giant waste of my time
1: it, it so, kept, um, you, it, you wanted more from that and, and i and, wanted I can, more from and that. i can understand
0: and that that character the villain too that villain i felt was wasted so um again we'll save that for the spoiler talk but i thought he was fine the this whole thing about arcana which is the dragon marking from the trailer and they have to unlock their arcana which gives them their powers uh, his suit looked like bullshit, horrible, but cool little way for them to kind of unlock that. I thought he was just fine. Again, lots of Easter eggs. Um, I didn't actually mind this whole Arcana thing. I didn't mind that. It was a different way to tell the story. They don't just magically have powers. I actually liked that they had to earn them and that some people did have them. Some people didn't. Yeah, dude, what do did you think I, of the whole I was, Arcana I love
1: that. Yeah. And uh, see, I I want to say something, but it's like... Uh... I can't say it.
0: The Arcana system made sense to me. Like it was the one part of the movie that's brand new that I was like, "All right, I can follow that. That that's cool." I thought I was clever. But again, a lot of villains felt wasted. I felt Melina was wasted. I felt Cabal was wasted. I felt Goro was wasted. And we, you know, we won't get into their fates ultimately. But like, I
1: just felt like a lot of these villains were kind of just fodder. What what I can say with trying not to you know say anything like I I think that. You know, we're going to see people again. Like I, I don't yeah. think there's there's a doubt about it. I I think certain characters serve their purpose,
0: which was very Marvel of them for that final shot for these things to happen to these yeah. characters. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> like yeah. I'm happy because the two that they showed are like two of my favorite characters from the movie or from the game series yeah. and one yeah. from the movie. But like, man, just a lot of these people felt wasted. Kung Lao also was like. Man, his arc could have been just so good, and I no. absolutely loved what we saw of him. He was, he was when he was on screen, man, you couldn't look away.
1: And and like that's like, that's how like I know I like a movie where it's like okay, go to you know lu Kang, let's go look about him. Okay, boom, I, I, I'm interested. Okay, Sub Zero, oh I, I like him. Oh, oh Kong Lao, K- keep going. Like I wanted like K- Kano, he was great. Sonya Blade, I I thought he's a badass. Like I liked all these characters. I felt like everyone was casted perfectly, to be honest, and. But like you said, like Kung Lao, just I was invested in him and kind of Liu Kang kind of like them. Them two were like the the protégés that kind of been there for years training. And I I, I just like that kind of whole story. And obviously, Kano, Joss Lawson, he was absolutely he was he was funny as hell. And I know he was definitely a standout for me in, in, in the show.
0: Uh, did you know that the guy who played Liu Kang played the Black Ranger in the Power it, Rangers? It's, on, it's on my
1: notes. I was I was going to save that to you. I, I was going to say. What a jump from becoming the 2017 Power Rangers movie Black Ranger to becoming Liu Kang, and
0: he was he was an Aquaman too. I just don't know what he was. Yeah,
1: I think his name was like Merc, Merc or Dirk or something like that.
0: Merc, Dirk.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was it's serious. You, He was a look, southerner. If you look, you're gonna look at like, damn, Sam was wasn't even lying. But yeah, he was like I. Liu Kang is obviously. I'm sure he's one of many people's favorite characters, and just to see certain certain moves and uh certain nods that were all was it, it i i had fun this was under two hours I, I i had a blast i obviously can't wait for the sequel i i agree with you like some people may or may not have been wasted you know may, may, maybe it's like suicide squad maybe some people have to be sacrificed we don't know
0: yeah well a couple of uh, well again we'll we'll save a lot of for spoilers there it's clear that a couple of the villains will be back and a couple will not we'll leave it at that um Two more, note, two more notes on it, and then we can move on. Um, I think th- this isn't spoilers uh, because if you watched a second of the trailer, then you know this is a thing. But the the thing that I felt was just flat dumb, and the thing that I like couldn't get over was I think it's really dumb that these characters can just kind of teleport wherever they want, whenever they want, and Raiden can just teleport people wherever he wants. Whenever he wants, and it's like just teleport to their bedroom while they're sleeping and fucking kill them. Like (laughs) you, you could just avoid all of this by doing. Can I just
1: be protected by Raiden's barrier?
0: And then my final thing is, they introduced at one point late in the movie, they introduced one of the most iconic stages in Mortal Kombat history. They put it live on screen for the first time, and it was amazing. It looked so good. And this stage has a stage fatality that you expect to see. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. But keep your eye on, because a lot of these fights take place in front yards and trailer parks, and you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden, it's this iconic Mortal Kombat stage. Just keep your eye on that and let me know what you feel about that scene. We'll talk more about that coming up. But overall, a pretty good movie. a Solid, like, 7 out of 10. Could definitely use some room for improvement. But I had a bloody good time, and oh by the way, Kung Lao has the best fatality in the entire movie.
1: Yeah, it, it's my—I've said many people—it's my favorite part of the, the movie. That's like the price of admission alone, it's just just to see that scene. And uh, you know, you, you may or may not see some some sub zeros. Obviously, you're going to see scorpions.
0: You definitely see one from Kano, but that's in the trailer.
1: Yeah, so, so you definitely see that. And you know, you, if you want to see more, you got to see the movie.
0: Yeah, that we'll leave I, it at that. It. I don't
1: want to say any. I don't want to say any more than that.
0: We we gave no. Plot hints we gave you nothing that would kind of hurt your way the story is going to go everything we said there was no consequence to it just our overall thoughts pretty good movie worth watching we both saw it twice and I'd see it again for sure I mean it's I I would say how about this
1: we have it we have it's,
0: it we have it for what twenty five more days yeah it's better than Annihilation by leaps and bounds agreed and I think it slots just behind the ninety five like I think they're one and one A like they're not. Like I think it's it just right it there. just
1: depends what my mood is. Like I could go I would with agree. either right. or and be perfectly fine.
0: You're you're absolutely right. And they also tease characters f- that are not in this one that will be in the sequels, which is exciting to know that we're not just locked to these characters. So that's our thoughts on Mortal Kombat. Go watch it. HBO Max for the next three weeks or so. Theaters, I don't even know how long, but. Definitely, definitely worth your watch. Let's get into our top three for the week, which are top three, again, spoiler free, favorite characters from the movie.
1: I got to go with Hanzo Asashi. I don't know, Scorpion. Like I I think that opening scene won me over for him, even though my one complaint is I wish he was in it a little bit more. I felt like maybe we, I, I, I know we saw him in the beginning, but I would have liked to seen him a little bit more. Uh, I I I just I I love the character. I thought he portrayed him great. Him and Sub Zero's fight scenes were were fantastic. I I just wanted more of it. That's all.
0: My number three is also Hanzo Hasashi uh, as oh. Scorpion. Um, I wanted more. I'm glad of what I got, and they yeah. made a major change from him from the trailer to the final version that I was extremely happy with.
1: Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. Number two, I had to go. With my boy Bihan. Sub Zero got to take it. Again, he's my favorite Mortal Kombat character since I was a kid. Like I said, loved loved his fight scenes. I thought Joe Talisman, I think getting him to sign on for four films, I think that's fantastic news because I don't want him to go anywhere, tell him to keep coming back. And, you know, they they may or may not have showed a couple of his moves that I I just love to say it, and I I want more of it.
0: Outside of Goro, Sub-Zero, also my favorite uh, character in Mortal Kombat history he was my number one, so I'll go back to my number two in a moment. But Sub Zero is my number one. I was so nice. happy with basically every single thing they did with him, and there was one scene where it it almost comes out of a horror movie the way he appears in the scene, and I thought that, that was very chilling, and I loved it a lot.
1: Yeah, uh, number one's Kung Lao. He dude, he he gets it alone for that fatality. Like seriously, that was the, that was the <laughs> best thing in that, that whole movie, and he just kind of came off as a badass. And I, you know, I, I may or may not have been happy, you know, with certain character storylines. But, you know, overall, I, I really enjoyed the movie. J- again, go for his fatality that you're going to see that like, wow, that was worth it. Yeah.
0: My number two was Kano.
1: Yeah. Um, number four. It, Lawson, it, it, yeah. it was tough to leave him off. My number four.
0: Josh Lawson was just really, really good. It was tough for me to leave Kung Lao off. But because, again, Kano, exactly. think- you
1: know, I you you had to have these other kind, like, dude, I wanted Liu Kang. But I was yeah, like, I, 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 I can't like I, I have to go this way.
0: It was tough. they basically shot the whole movie at a trailer park and a rock quarry. And I feel like they just got different angles depending on what realm they wanted to be in. But Kong or Kano, he's in it almost the entire thing, whereas Kong Lao doesn't make his appearance until about halfway through. Yeah. So I just felt like I was more with Kano for the journey. You see him. Uh, he has a big thing that happens in Kong. Lao is actually the reason it happens. About halfway through, yep. he has interactions with Cabal, so he's actually around a whole bunch of different characters. He's funny as shit. Oh like,
1: my god, he, it, it was—it it, it wasn't even—it awesome.
0: wasn't even who was by the way, Doug Guggenheim in House of Lies. I couldn't even. They are two.
1: I know that they are the he, most. He, he was so opposite. He, he's characters. he almost stole the movie.
0: Like, yeah, that's for real. what he was. And I thought he was so good because. It wasn't the things he overtly said that were so funny. It were the little things in the background that he says or under his breath that you have to listen for and hear. Like when Sonya says like something about her symbol and he's like, <laughs> like
1: I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And it, dude, his, his mannerisms. You're right. He, he was definitely the character and he he was fantastic. I, I loved his whole arc.
0: I felt like if I was in Mortal Kombat, that's the asshole I would be. Like, I would be, I don't
1: believe it. (laughs) I would be Kano,
0: And so like, just by that, Josh Lawson just crushed the role. So that would be number two. Again, number one was behind the sub zero character who uh, you you couldn't
1: go wrong because every character had their moment to shine.
0: Yeah. And all my favorites. Well, a lot of my favorites were in the movie. It's just, again, some of them felt wasted to where I didn't want to put them on the list, Uh, you know, four arms or two arms. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. Uh, again, go watch it. We're a half hour into the show. We got some other stuff to talk about, including something we called months and months and months. No, ago. I, hey,
1: I got to give you credit, Craig. Th- this is what you called I, I, my old, my worry for this was just content. That's and it's still my worry.
0: Yeah, we're, we are getting the DC Fan Dome number two. If you've been listening for a while, you've heard me ringing a bell for that for a long time. And we're getting it last time was August 22nd. This time we're getting it October 16th, 2021. The one thing I want to note before we have a a dialogue about what we expect to see, that is before San Diego Comic-Con, which is taking place over Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, wow. Again.
0: Something I I thought was interesting.
1: No, it it is. Again, they just want to jump ahead of it, which is, you know, I I don't blame them. They want to have their own event. Probably. Well, also, you're
0: not going through Comic-Con expecting to see DC shit. Like you, you're you're right. You kind of move it out of the way. Your expectations for SDCC are not DC related. Yeah, you exactly. Gotta just focus on the other stuff.
1: Yeah, you get it early. You're happy. I mean, assuming it's it, it's good news. Uh so let's talk
0: about it. I mean, like I said, from the second that SDCC was was going to be the delayed or canceled, I said let's get Fandom in there, and then I said don't be surprised if there is one. And then when they said they're doing they're going to do an in person thing, which is just the dumbest fucking idea. Like you just don't need to this year. You can wait till next year. Um, I said, doesn't matter. I still think the fandom could happen because the fandom was all virtual and it was very, very controlled from that kind of environment, all pre-recorded shit. Like there was very few, if any live stuff. So there was a lot of production. You didn't have to worry about. You just press play and and keep on rocking and rolling. And it's smart to do that. It's like a Nintendo direct. Get your ducks in a row early And just hit the play button and watch the views just roll in. So we saw a shit ton of stuff last year. We saw the Batman. We saw Suicide Squad. We saw Wonder Woman. We saw the unveiling of Gotham Knights. We saw the unveiling of Suicide Squad versus or kills the Justice League. What I think we're going to get this year is we're going to get another Batman trailer.
1: Oh, that's the first thing I wrote down was Batman trailer number two.
0: We're going to get a new release date. We're actually going to get a release date and a new trailer for Gotham Knights. And we're going to get our first gameplay of Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. That's my guesses of the shit that was there last year that will return. Oh, by the way, I think the big thing will be a Black Adam trailer or a teaser. It's not a teaser.
1: Also, I, I I would like to, you know, I, I saw some rumblings and, you know, people are saying, obviously, maybe a Snyderverse is announced. Maybe the IEA cut's going to be announced. I don't see
0: any of that. Because remember, now it's only a one-day event. Previously, it was two. You got to pack a lot of stuff into one day. And I, first of all, I just don't see those things happening. And I said that about the Snyder Cut, and I was wrong. So, please, I am not the source you want to believe. I just, I think those are dead. I think they were air cuts never happened, and I think the Snyder Cut was a one time thing to get him the Justice. I mean,
1: if I was a Batman, I said if if there's only could be one, I'd say we'd probably get the Aier cut just because he said it's already done. You know what I mean?
0: I just, but there wasn't a new Justice League for the Snyder Cut to interfere with. There is a new Suicide Squad. I think WB just. Oh, no, no.
1: But what I'm saying, if they announce it, like if he announced I, I ear cut or whatever, like I, like, it'll be obviously after the release, right? Because Suicide Squad. Suicide comes Squad
0: will be out on August 6th, yeah. So it's a little.
1: So, again, and, and this won't be out until 2022, 2023. I don't know. That would be my guess. They be, it, 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 there's gonna be, my
0: this is going to be a good Suicide Squad movie. There's going to be sequels. It's not a one and done. There's already a peacemaker show coming off, like to the side. We're going to get more. I, I just. Again, I—I I, and that's the thing, though. That's the beautiful thing about predictions. You might not think the shit that I'm saying could come true, so you're absolutely entitled to that opinion. I—I I don't foresee the Snyderverse. I don't foresee an Air cut. How
1: about a Black um, Adam little teaser? I did say that already. But okay, I'm—I'm yes. I'm, so, I'm just saying. So you know that could. be I something. do agree. I—I I, and it's—it's it's filming now, right? So like, yeah, they're like two, two, three weeks in.
0: So you figure. You're done shooting by June July at the at the latest god God willing with the, you know there's no infections or anything like that on set six months for a, a minute teaser with special effects I think that's plausible for sure
1: it, it could be 20 seconds you know it doesn't have to like I was hyped for his announcement and he didn't show anything he just talked about it and, and, and said dr. fate's going to be in it he well, it's us-
0: July I think it's july twenty two is the release date so you're talking eight months, nine months before the release, you get your debut. I think that's pretty plausible, right? Nine months beforehand, you're seeing your first look. I, I'm, I that's fine by me.
1: I, I again, I, I don't expect the full. I mean, Christ, we got a a trailer for Batman with twenty five percent of the movie done. So it's like, all right, you know, there could be, there could be a trailer for anything. And it
0: looked like a full trailer for a full shot movie that's how well yeah, like
1: was dudes you know people were hyped about that just from 25% it's like oh like oh please sh- sh-. like I, that but it, it's funny because like fandom 2 was like okay I'm going to almost be hyped for almost everything I was hyped for the, for the first time I was like all right Batman yeah there's the suicide squad okay there's the Gothamites okay is there anything else another game I don't know
0: about any other games, man. I just don't see it right now because the two that they announced still are a ways away. Yeah, true. But I again I think we'll get the definitive release date. And I think we'll get gameplay of Suicide Squad. So it's different enough from last year. Or, last or year they was announced the like, reveal. New
1: new episodes, Batman the Animated Series, they're coming back. Like, you know, give us some announcements like that.
0: I think you could see something in an animated realm for sure. I don't think this is gonna be a live action fest. So like I think you're yeah. on it there. I think you know there's potential for let's see if it's Shit, October, more justice
1: league unlimited like everyone's so down for every like i said before in previous podcasts all the actors and actresses are down to portray their roles from the show
0: you could see something for like the titans universe the doom patrol uh, stuff like that, you that could see that's coming soon too super superman and lois season two you could see uh Harley Quinn, the animated one. You could see I mean, may- Dark. maybe
1: we see a sneak peek of Flash. Maybe. Some sneak mm, some some bad. When does that start filming? I believe July. right now.
0: I thought it was Ju- June or July, because like I Keaton thought, said he was going to London. I thought in like June.
1: I thought it was I thought it was maybe may- April or May. So it's, it's for, either for now for flash. Or movie. Up.
0: What about um oh shoot, it was just a minute. What about this could be a Gatorade get hype moment. If they announce the revival of Swamp Thing.
1: Oh gosh, that would be, that would be fantastic. that, some Justice League Dark that we're still waiting on, like, come on, give us something. Uh, I think they have to to come big with this. You can't have a second one and and show up with nothing. Like they have something up their sleeve.
0: Uh, Again, with like, with one day, not two, with it, like a Nintendo direct is 40 minutes on a good day. Right. And that's packed with shit. You spread that out. Over a day from like noon to 10 o'clock, just 10 hours of panels and trailers and shit like that. You can pack it without things getting lost in the sauce. You know, I, I think there's a really good opportunity here for a good bit of animated, a good bit of that DC universe type thing with Titans and shit. I think you got the major players like Batman and Black Adam. They're the two I'm going to stake my bets to. And then you got the game universe with those two big franchises that yeah. were both looking really forward to so i think that alone like if you told me at the end of the day more batman debut of black adam release date for gotham knights gameplay for suicide squad not just another trailer talking gameplay and something in the animated verse or a swamp thing revival i think that i would be like you know what fuck yeah Yeah, it's a a great day
1: yeah i I agree that that'd be a huge success dc needs it again you know it's obviously with everything going on the past year it's been up and down but you know hopefully everyone can find their footing and you know release some good content
0: switch to Marvel before we go to the TV section I cannot believe I forgot to add this to the notes until like two minutes before we started recording Um, we will talk more about this in a few minutes because of spoilers but we are getting a Captain America 4 film
1: and I I think as we should I I think the ending of this show proves that.
0: And Anthony Mackie said he heard about this while in a grocery store from a fan. So that was that's always fun when the when the potential star doesn't know about it. Uh, let's talk about it, though, as we switch yeah, I was to Yeah, like, I don't know
1: if that's a good or bad thing.
0: Let, <laughs> as we switch to TV, let's talk about it. now we are going to turn the spoilers on. So there will be time codes. Skip ahead if you have not watched it yet. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We did our halfway home. We did our C- uh, series premiere. Now we're gonna do it's done, it's over, it's six episode run is finished. Overall, what did you think of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: i would say overall, the show I, I think was was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna say, oh my God, this is the best show ever made. No, I'm not I'm not gonna say that, but I want to say this is definitely keeping the story of Marvel, the, the television side alive. You know, they started with WandaVision. I think they improved with Falcon and Cap. I, 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 or Winter Soldier, I know that, you know, you differ the other way, which, which is fine, but I, I thought this show did what it does. it brought back some good characters and some old characters that may or may not be uh, a good person. The
0: dude, the fucking twist was like, we, we literally said it after the premiere, like after that person showed up, we're like, oh yeah, this is who this is going to be. Yeah. And it was I- like the least kept secret in marvel history which
1: <laughs> one, one thing i like about like this like it was actually like refreshing for me like it wasn't like wandavision where it was every episode it was an easter egg comparing it to this guy to this villain to this demon this show it just felt like i could watch it i could just enjoy the show and, and just enjoy it and i didn't That's have like, a, and i didn't have a million different videos of oh my theories God, and shit I don't know. Like, I, I just I, I, I just simply I enjoyed it more. It, it was just easier to enjoy.
0: That is a really good perspective. And as a matter of fact, the first time I'd heard anybody have that perspective, and I respect that a lot. You're right. I didn't go into this thinking, who's Mephisto? And yeah. what significance does the color purple have? And what are the twins? What are they? Like, it wasn't like that. You're absolutely right. Now, me being a theory whore and a speculation junkie and rumor nut and all that, i enjoy that part of wanda uh of wandavision i enjoy it exponentially oh, it's
1: exhausting
0: it is it is but i'm a nintendo fan so i'm kind of used to it um you yeah, you're, you're right you're you know you're kind of right i'm used to like getting my ho- hope so high that your kiss might kill me you know what i mean a little confession yeah. kind of Uh i'm used to that and so you know you go into it it's it's all fun and like that's what I think it is: theory crafting and speculation. That's fun, and I'm not the type of person who attaches myself to a theory and then when it doesn't happen, I hate the show for it. I just say, okay, yeah. they went a different direction, which is what Wandavision did, and it's what Falcon did, and you know, they didn't have that. Uh, you know, every episode. You're right. Dude, what is the deeper meaning here? I love that. There were some Easter eggs. There were some really cool stuff that you saw. And oh, it's like, Marvel. You know what? It's
1: always gonna be Easter eggs. You
0: no, know, this to me felt like a a. I won't call it a typical because it was better than typical. It felt like a really good Marvel movie just cut up into six pieces. Like this was to me an MCU oh thing. It,
1: it, oh, great. It, it's, you know, it, this is movie quality. Like, yeah, it's a TV show, but it's it, it shot in HD, 4k, 8k, whatever it's shot in. First, first episode, the fight scenes, obviously the air scene was fantastic. And I, I just, you know, again, each episode, I thought they found their footing. They're trying to explain Bucky's story, what's going on with him, Sam and his family and obviously with the flag smashers plan is and with the the super soldier serum and i just felt each episode they they got better they got stronger and at the you know at six you know they they tied some ends but you know they left some stuff open for you know for potential you know movie season two whatever you know both
0: that season finale is the lowest rated episode of the series there are a lot of people that have a lot of problems with it it's very inconsistent. It does leave a few things just way too open and a lot of things didn't make sense. When I watched it the first time, I didn't really feel that. Like I said, you know what? It's not my favorite, but surely it's not bad by any means. And then I watched it again with Ash, and I was like, I guess I was looking for it more. I don't know how to explain that, and I was just bored. And and I think that's okay. Like I was bored during WandaVision, but it was a different type of bored. It was the bored like I don't know. I was like in a 50 sitcom. It was like, of course this is boring. It's it's, you're kind of just waiting for shit to happen here. So much shit happened already that it kind of crawled to the finish line, in my opinion, where I thought it was just good. I, I don't even think it was necessarily great. If I were to go back and watch just one of these two shows again, I'd probably watch WandaVision again. Um,
1: yeah, see that that would that would never happen for me. Like that show's done; yeah. I'll never watch that again. <laughs> like uh, like stuff that I would go back to watch. This, like, I'd like the first episode of opening back. It was good to see some characters come back. Uh, with Saint Pierre the fighter come back as his character from the old uh, what uh second cat movie
0: was it Winter Soldier or was it Civil War? I think it was
1: Winter Soldier. It yeah, it could have been both. I I forget what the hell he was in. Yeah, but again, you know, seeing what they did with um. Um, in the w- w- Wakandians when 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 they showed up and they kind of gave you have eight hours to, to have Zemo before we go take him back to jail for what he did like I, I just like like the little things like Daniel like their fight scene alone I thought was fantastic with uh, uh Cap at the time before his his new reign at the end
0: yeah. Bucky is like my favorite character in the MCU, so I was so in on this show, it was the one I was looking the most forward to. His story always hurts me,
1: man, because he's, but man, my you're, man's you're been right. through some shit, man.
0: But do you, would you agree? It's okay if you don't, would you agree? Because we're we're in spoiler territory, so I don't mind talking about okay. it. Would you agree that his ending, where he went and told, it, it fell Nakajima, a little flat? It fell really flat.
1: I I would just say like I would have wanted more like after he told them he's like oh shut the door he just leaves it's like he shuts the, well he shuts the door and then he leaves and then I think the next scene he's p- passing thing? the restaurant and he sees like his friend the girl that he was trying to hook him up with and him talking like and that and he just kind of sees them and 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 that's it and moves on like that that was his closure I, mean, I guess his closure was getting it off his chest to say that hey I murdered your that's son when of... I was the Winter Soldier
0: yeah it's kind of selfish. You good know, i'm glad you got that off your chest you just ruined a man and then left like and then oh you show up at a carvel cake to sam's and you don't have another word you don't say another no
1: word. and i was gonna say like to me that that's something you know i i think he probably should have just kept to himself and said, you know hey this is an old man he obviously misses his his son he likes you as a friend let's not uh open old wounds and you just rip the bandage all over that to give the old
0: man closure was not worth it because it was selfish for Bucky, Bucky
1: and, and, and again, that's what I am saying. Like the, the show wasn't like I said, oh my god, best show ever, but yeah. for, for what it, it just held my attention a little bit more than what WandaVision did,
0: and that's okay. And the, I, and I feel a little bit of the opposite. I was and a little exactly. bit exactly and again
1: to each their own. Like of course, watch what you love, but again, I, I think this is just another step in the right direction for Marvel.
0: So my last two questions on this show before we kind of move on: What did you think of John Walker overall?
1: John Walker, I I thought he was perfect. He he makes you like you you love to hate him, and then I think it was episode five, his mid credit scene. He's kind of building his own, he's building his own shield from his own metal. Obviously not from Wakanda, but and then you know yeah, he,
0: it's his medal of honor that he
1: puts in. There, yeah, too. then he kind of uh, welds that on there to go. So he always sees that and that kind of like keep tries to keep him good. Like he sees that that kind of hold back that anger. I'm not
0: saying John Walker dies. I mean, we're in spoiler territory, so if you're listening to this, you know he doesn't. But like, what I liked about what this show did and what Marvel doesn't have the balls to do a lot is it actually killed people and they stayed dead, which I liked. Like Carly is dead. Um, John Walker's um, best friend, Lamar. Dead. Oh, he,
1: he, oh, he's gone.
0: The French guy dead so like i liked that it was like oh my god they find their stakes finally the guy oh, well, that had john to be walker a boss. Smashed he had to
1: feel something
0: fucking face in with the shield he's definitely dead um wyatt russell john walker even though buck is my favorite in the mcu john walker is my favorite character of the show and i want a u.s agent show i want more john walker in the mcu in some form or fashion because i don't think six episodes was enough to tell his no. story no. And there's more there. His final scene when he had the black suit and uh, Julia Lewis Drey- Dreyfus was there. Like, there's more to tell there, a ton more. Whether that's through a season two, his own spinoff, or he just joins the MCU films. Uh, maybe it's the Thunderbolts. Maybe whatever. Exactly. Maybe they that, get their own. Give that, me more, John Walker.
1: That's exactly my thoughts. Is, is Thunderbolts. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think just by that ending alone proves to me like he got his new uniform. I mean, he's got a uh, he's a U.S. agent. I mean, it, we're gonna get more of him. They kind of even maybe um what's his name, um the the first the the Cap's son, he's going to be possibly a young Avenger that kind of tease eventually down the road. Oh Isaiah, Bradley's Isaiah grandson? Isaiah Bradley's son, yeah exactly. So grandson. he's eventually going to be you know in in there somehow. And again, they're they're slowly with the twins.
0: Weaving. He'll be in the twins with the Young Avengers.
1: Yeah, he he's he's weaving his way in there.
0: Yeah, and that's what they're doing is every kid they introduce in these shows, look for them in the movies in the future.
1: And also, kind of where I'm at. How did you like uh, Cap Falcon suit?
0: You know, are you talking about Anthony Mackey's final Falcon suit, the Wakandan one? Yes, sir. Um, I love that they incorporated a cap suit with Falcon wings. I thought that was really cool.
1: I I love they kept like the comics. They kept the wings. Yeah, I like
0: that a lot. I don't I, like how the wings deflected an entire helicopter, but
1: I'll. I, guess. I was like, "Damn that walk <laughs> shit, Wakanda, <That's> shit!" shit. <laughs> it's
0: like I know now why their entire cities or country or whatever is in a force field. Like they I, got the
1: that shit's that's so expensive. God, yeah, damn. For real. Like it, it off that
0: a, a helicopter, but uh, and it, there was there were people under there. Like that was that was pretty <laughs> tight um it, it looked i thought a, it, it, it I it looked pretty good
1: yeah it, it, i i liked it better than i thought i was gonna like it to be honest with you like i, I, yeah. I really enjoy like i like the color scheme i liked everything i was like all right anthony mackie all right cap Unf- i see you
0: unfortunately the suit was spoiled for me on twitter so that's my ah, fault for, that for logging on to social media i guess i that's i hate when people say that well why'd you log on to social media like that's because like it's social nah, fucking.
1: But, but just, the, hey wrong place wrong time brother
0: Exactly. Dude, you got to chalk it up to that. But like the people like, don't go on social media. It's like, what the fuck kind of person? I mean, we we may
1: limit, but, you know, we can only be so quick scrolling. Yeah. So uh, I guess the last piece is a
0: two parter. Baron Zemo. Do you feel like he his story got told enough and that you were satisfied? And then also just Carly, because we could say the flag smashers. But in reality, Carly was the main kind of flag smasher. Uh, what would you think of those two characters and kind of their storylines?
1: I, I flag smashers. I really didn't give a shit. Felt like it was like typical shit. Uh, did, yeah. I don't know. They, they just didn't do it for me. But Zemo, he he was great. Uh Daniel Bruhl. Everyone loved him. Like he he was a standout character, and I I think we are definitely going to see more of him.
0: Yeah, when when he was on screen, he dominated. I actually thought Carly got better as the series went along. I think her death was kind of predictable and yeah, like you fine. saw it
1: coming. Like, okay.
0: She was like that. You know, I, I mean, apparently Anthony Mackie thought she was the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. Cause he's out there. She's not a terrorist. She's misunderstood. I'm like, bro, she blew people up. Like, so she blew like, up that hospital.
1: T- They're all dead.
0: They're dead. Like, what are you talking about? So she was definitely a terrorist and definitely a villain. I don't want to confuse things like Anthony Mackie, who apparently can just persuade senators to vote certain ways, which is just, okay. Uh, fine. Carly was, I thought got better. Um, she was definitely menacing, uh, in that, like she shows like the one quality that you like, and then you got to remember that she's definitely a super soldier, badass villain. Um, so that was, that was fine and and dandy. Then you have, uh, the big twist. The thing we'll kind of end on and, and move forward. The whole Sharon Carter thing, uh, I thought was just terrible. The whole thing, her entire character, her entire arc so predictable. And I think the thing that drove that home for me was she gets her pardon at the very end in that final scene. And then like we understand what that means. We know she's the flag smasher, but of course they had to tell you, what are you doing here, flag smasher? Or not flag smasher, uh power broker. I mean
1: you you assume that she was, right?
0: But then they went out and they then like Carly says it to her, she's like, that's not how a power broker would act. That's fine. That's that's all the thing, exposition you needed. It tells you what you need to know. But then the French guy comes in and he's like, give me my money, power broker. Like we we understand that she's the – they just yeah. said it. And then like after she gets her pardon, we now know she is going to do some shit. But no, right outside the courtroom, literally cannot wait 10 minutes, she makes that phone call and says, we just got access to everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like, you couldn't wait 10 fucking minutes till you're not in. Oh, I don't know. The courtroom. You're
1: not. You're not still connected to their Wi-Fi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, seriously, you don't think the government can track a phone call and yeah. who you're calling. <laughs> my mobile app tells me every text my wife sends. Like, I, you know, yeah. Think- come on be smart about that yeah it's just crazy i
1: i i, I don't think it was a, a huge surprise i believe we called it after the first or second episode Like, oh okay so she's probably proper she had a, you know she she kind of came here on you know like she's running from from everyone gets here of course she had to do some bad things oh it makes sense she becomes a power broker and a, great now she's in back in the cia great like i want to go CIA? where does that even go I want to see more of her because I I do like her. Maybe this continues in in season 2. Uh, I I would assume she's going to be in cap 4.
0: Yeah, this this lends itself to cap 4. She's like the main villain or you know the big the big overarching villain even if she's not the villain that actually does the fighting. Um and or it lends itself to a season 2. I mean, this show can definitely have a season 2. I just don't want there to be boats, uh private loans. Or dance parties and like snake guts. I'm I'm all set on all of that.
1: But that's all used up. We're good. Move on to the to the next to the next story.
0: It is undeniable that the fight scenes, as we expected, were great. That the special effects were just top notch, a plus stuff. It's just
1: again, like I I was still one of one of the my favorite still fight scenes is the Wakandians versus. Yeah, you know, when they just destroy – he's not even U.S. agent yet. He's still, you know, Cap, but they just made him look like he was nothing and then just ripped Cap or ripped Winter Soldier's arm like it was just, just nothing. And, and just his look at her, like, just so, like, betrayed. Like, uh, little moments like that. Like, uh. ah. Yeah.
0: And I got to do give a shout-out because I'd be remiss to say we mentioned him once or twice before, but I really like the Isaiah Bradley stuff. That was just a oh, really god, Yeah, it, yeah. Really good comeuppance. And for him to see that, that that statue at the very end, I thought that was a mm. very, very appropriate way for that to end. And if we never see Isaiah Bradley again, and we just kind of get the the grandson eventually, I'm totally cool with that. I feel like his ending was actually one of the more perfect endings of the show.
1: That was such a great moment. After everything he's been through, like you always saw how angry he was, you know, during like the, the mid-show or episode three. And then seeing it at the end, they had a nice embrace. And I was like, all right, that that was – that was a way to kind of, you know, end it like, you know, not his tie or bow or whatever you want to call it. Yeah.
0: All right, Sam, anything else you want to say about the show before we move on?
1: Yo, know, I one thing I heard people say, you know, I wanted more time. Like they hated on it because they felt it was too short. It's like, they, people, you can't win if it's too long, too short. You know, like they're like, maybe if it was like nine or ten episodes, like, I don't know, six episodes. I, I thought having six episodes at like, you know, 30, 40 minutes each. I, I think that's the way to go. I
0: wouldn't have minded like just one more to go a little bit more into Sharon or the flag smashers or their real purpose or like something like that. But that's a very minor. I I was yeah. just looking for more of those kind. Maybe even an I was just hoping to get new content. I, I maybe an episode dedicated just to John Walker. He had his moment in episode two, especially the first half of two. Yeah. Um. But maybe a little bit more of that. Uh, but I think they're just setting that up for the sequel. I don't think, or the the second season, or Cap Four, whatever that we're going to see more of them eventually. So that's fine. I guess six episodes to me, I, I'm fine with it. I had no real problem with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's just tie a bow on this and and uh, let's move on. Your turn.
1: And here I was. I was going to jump in. Let me take over in gaming. <laughs> and this, I know the story that you've been waiting for twenty two years. I believe. Yeah. To talk about, we finally have the review for the new Pokemon Snap.
0: In, I don't know, 36 hours or less, I'm going to have it in my hands. Like That's wild. That's Did wild. you
1: physical copy or did you I digitally?
0: Think, no, physical, physical. I think this is the type of game that you pop into your Switch and you just never take it
1: out. What like, if I'm it's not their day of release?
0: I'll be just really upset. Do you buy it digitally? Um, no, I'll just keep going to stores. Like, someone's going to have it. Like, if Target doesn't, I'll go to Best Buy. Oh,
1: you're Amazon. just going to go? Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: I canceled my Amazon pre-order because um we have something that we got to go to Friday morning. So, I figure while I'm out doing that, I'll just stop by Target and pick it up at 8 o'clock in the morning.
1: Um
0: If it's not there, I'll go to Best Buy. I'll go to Walmart. I'll go to GameStop. Somebody will have this gosh darn game. I, I
1: I hope. I would hate for you to call me Sam. i tried six different spots. And I can't well, then I'll
0: buy it. buy it digitally. I don't give a fuck. I just want it because the, the box art's the best Switch box art since Mario Odyssey. So that's what I want. Oh, wow. Maybe it's the best box art on the Switch. I, I don't know. It's just a top contender. It looks so good. But here's the review from IGN. It dropped today, Wednesday, so hot off the presses. Uh, I can't wait to give my impressions next week. But after a 22-year gap... Ooh. New Pokemon Snap is a successful, modern reinvention of all the best ideas of Pokemon Snap with more courses, more Pokemon, and more reasons to revisit familiar spots in pursuit of the perfect shot. Some of its supportive systems, like its photo scoring and tutorials, can drag down momentum and even frustrate at times. But, at the end of the day, some artificial grade is utterly secondary to the clever environmental storytelling you'll experience as you level up courses, the fun of discovering surprising photo ops and the sheer joy of observing a modern, I'm sorry, a moving ecosystem of believable, personable and lovable Pokemon.
1: I want to say nine. It is an eight out of 10, eight out of it's 10. Kind of, it's kind of
0: the consensus too, is what I heard is, uh, it can be a little weird at times because like uh, there's actually like side missions and like quests and like post game content and like level you level up the course. So you start off with a normal course. Then if you do well, then more Pokemon will go to that course. So it's not the same thing every time. And like, there's like things you can do, but, it at certain times can feel a little forced instead of like you wanting to go organically, just go play the level again. It kind of tells you exactly what you have to do. And so like they were saying like a lot of that can be a little weird, but at the same time, it's just, it's just such a pleasure. So I'm just so excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait 22 years, dude.
1: Dude, I, I just pray that you find it. Like, I, I, I know you're gonna love it, and, and it's great to hear eight, nine sets. That's, that's obviously what you, what you want, and it, again, it's exactly what you need. You're gonna get it. You're gonna tell me it's beautiful, and you love that you played it for thirty thousand hours.
0: Uh, so apparently, uh, I mean, you could beat. You can one hundred percent the first one in like two and a half. Hours. So
1: th- this will be another speed run. Uh,
0: this one apparently, if you want to one hundred percent, it'll be around the 15, 16 hour range. Which oh wow. Some people are saying, oh, my 60 bucks, it ain't worth 15 or 16 hours. I'm like, do you realize that's the length of the first Last of Us? No oh, way. Eh. It's one, of the, it's one yeah. of the greatest games of all time and a game that is clearly worth
1: $60. So oh, don't tell no, me exactly. that it it's worth it. more than 60 now.
0: Yeah, right. So, like, come on now. Like, that's not – let's not – like cut hairs it's not only just the fact that it's 15 hours it's the fucking fun you have during that 15 hours there are games i play for two hours that i pay 15 20 bucks for but because i enjoy like Habroxia 2 i paid 10 bucks for that game twice well no we got the first one free for a review copy but point being i bought it anyway on playstation because it was the fun i had during yeah. those three or four hours not just the fact that it was only three or four hours so it's like let's talk about the journey not just the end time um i love a, a you know 15 20 hour game just as much as the next guy i think that's a great sweet spot uh because i'm not the one who likes 60 hour games ghost of Tsushima yeah, is, a a a of is a very rare exception for me It was a very rare exception so good game. uh i'm so yeah it was i'm so psyched for this and if it's 15 hours to 100 that to me is perfect the amount of time that's a sneeze I get to, for you the amount of time i get to play games right now that's going to take me a month so yeah. like that's great because that'll get me through to mario golf like i'm good I'm good. Let's go.
1: (laughs) A Ratchet and Clank state of play is coming this Thursday at five Eastern.
0: Yes. So the time by the time you're listening to this episode, it's either coming out in a few hours or it just happened Thursday night, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, People are excited
1: for this game.
0: Yeah. 15 minute Ratchet and Clank gameplay blowout. I should call it Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, Yeah. They just did a two-minute gameplay uh, blowout trailer yesterday or two days ago, and it looks just absolutely phenomenal. A lot of people are saying this is the absolute first next-gen PS5-can-only-happen-there type game, which I'm really excited for. Shit, things load in. An entire level loads in by the time you swing your hammer. And so, like, really excited about that. Um, it is a seventy dollar title. It's starting to creep up there for those seventy dollar titles. This game, I don't this game have has it. some
1: pressure on its back. Like, you it, know, it has to do good for a seventy dollar purchase.
0: It it is. Returnal comes out the same day as New Pokemon Snap, and that's from house mark. That's a PS five exclusive. That is also seventy bucks. That to me is is not a great value. For it, hurts. That game it, hurts. it
1: hurts. It hurts. Um, it hurts.
0: If I'm gonna spend seventy, I'm looking for that Last of Us, Uncharted, Ghost um spider-man uh you know god of war type thing or just a franchise that i just really love twisted metal if that made a comeback something like that but uh this for me is a game i'm really intrigued by so much so that i actually just beat the original ratchet and clank from 2016 the one that came out on well the remake i should say the one that came out on ps4 in 2016 it was so good like so, so good that if I didn't watch Million Dollar Arm, this was my pick of the week. It was so good. It's only 10 or 11 hours, which, by the way, people didn't go pissed at then. Uh, That's so awesome. fucking fun. I had a blast with that game, and that totally opened me up to this Ratchet & Clank universe. So I will definitely watch this state of play. They also said don't expect anything else besides gameplay and two announcements for indie games coming to the PS4 and PS5, nothing else. So Dude, don't get I, your I like that
1: they up. I like that they gave you a heads up, but guys. You're not going to see God of War relax.
0: Yeah, like don't get your hopes or hype yeah. up. Um I it's think hard people hard. will still watch it hoping for that one last thing that Sony doesn't do that very often, the one last thing. Um and if it is, it's like here's Final Fantasy VII remake out upgrade. Out. Like <laughs> upgraded like the PS5 version. Like that was yeah. their last big thing was the fucking PS5 version of a two-year-old game so um or one i guess one-year-old uh super good um can't wait for it i'm just at the point where these 70 dollars titles well what i can afford it the point is if it's ratchet and clank it'll be 20 bucks soon enough maybe black friday something like that i'll wait and i'll, I'll pick
1: it up at that point yeah just happy to hear you buying playstation games again my friend Resident Evil finally listens to fans in regards to their demo timing.
0: The one demo was, you can only play it for 30 minutes inside of this one hour on a Saturday night. The second demo, eight to nine, 30 minutes, but in this one hour, you can only play it then. <laughs> and then for the final demo, May 1st, only eight hours, but you can only play it for one hour. And people are like, what the fuck? How yeah, confusing is this?
1: It's and like, come so on, guys, like, let us play it. Right, you want us to play the game or
0: not? So, right, exactly. And it comes out May 7th. I also canceled my pre-order for that. Um, Oh wow. I love I loved what I I loved what I you, played. You raved about it. Loved what I played. The castle demo was really good too. Loved it. Where I'm at is this is a game I want to watch somebody
1: else. Now you're speaking my language.
0: I Pro Jared is just one of my favorite streamers. I love watching his his Resident Evil playthroughs. I'm actually gonna just watch his playthrough. I think instead of buying the game. No, oh, I, I um, hate hey,
1: you'll save seventy eight dollars.
0: Uh, this one's a sixty dollar title, but you're right; it's six, still sixty five. And so, like, uh, you know, I'm I've made peace with that decision. Uh, I mean, I've I'm you'll be I'm fine. Playing Resident, I'm playing Resident Evil Seven now just to kind of get myself ready, uh, for eight. And so, uh. What they did was they listened to their fans, and they said that last demo, that May 1st demo, where you can play the whole thing for one hour inside of this eight-hour window, they've actually ditched the eight-hour window and made it a full week.
1: Awesome. I mean, as they should. Let people play. Don't give people a freaking hour.
0: From May 1st 1st through the time the game releases on May 7th, you can actually play a full one-hour demo of Resident Evil Village. This is the time for you to to do that it, it is definitely worth it for you and uh especially if you're an re fan this is a great time to check out the demo
1: reverse delayed until september 2021
0: this was a part of the 25th anniversary for resident evil it was this big pack-in multiplayer experience that looked like shit and ran like shit and now we know it's gonna be shit and uh <laughs> It's just, I don't care at all, but I know there's a lot of people that would listen to the show that love multiplayer, that were looking forward to this. You're just going to have to wait a little bit longer, September 2021.
1: Yeah, nothing new. Super Mario Party got an update three years after launch.
0: Hilariously wow. enough, hilariously enough, at like 9.30 at night, Nintendo UK drops a tweet that I just happened to see free update to super mario party something that should have been there at launch uh we can finally play it online which is pretty sweet i mean don't get me wrong pretty them three years to do it but like it it was a three-year thing like what do you do it this game should have been online from the start they gave us online it was just junk you couldn't play the actual board game mode so now you can play the board game mode the problem is you can only play it with friends and i have none so oh. uh, that that's an issue. Um, if my boy would get a switch, that would be a different thing. You and I have played plenty of this game at my old house, and we both enjoyed it.
1: I hope one day I just surprise you and I'm like, Greg, it's done.
0: And if you said those words, I would know exactly what you're talking about. Like a <laughs> random Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Greg, it's done. Well, he got himself a switch. I'm hoping that when this eventual switch pro happens, that you're just like, you know what? This is my time. I'm ready to roll. Hey,
1: and, and uh, again, it's only again, I want to get probably that Super Mario, probably Pokemon, probably Mario uh, Kart, uh, probably Super Smash. Oh uh, and then We can it.
0: play all of those online. That's like a, like a
1: like a six hundred dollar uh, purchase. Ah, uh,
0: you know what? I'll buy you a game. No. You, you get it? I'll buy you a game.
1: Alright, perfect. I'll, I'll wait for the cheapest game that I could find, even though they're tough. They're tough with their prices. I'll find it. They
0: are Nintendo still charges sixty dollars for games that came out a decade ago. So, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. We'll wait for Black Friday to buy a
1: game. Yeah, exactly. Um, it
0: it's just you can finally play Super Mario Party online. It's it's a long time coming. You can play board game mode. So seventy out of the eighty mini games are available to play online. Um, it's it's just it's cool, and those mini games are really good. Again, you can only do it with your friends list. I'm assuming that's to uh, discourage rage quitting and stuff. That shit can take an hour. You fucking dedicate yourself with strangers for an hour only for somebody to drop out because they're in last place. That could yeah, be a bunch of bullshit. So I actually understand the reason why. To me, though, this is a stress test. They did this on purpose. They're testing the waters to see... Because this game sold over 13 million copies. So like that's that's nuts. So this, to me, is testing the servers. Does it work? Because I think we're going to get our inevitable sequel soon enough. Super Mario Party Two or Super yeah, Mario that would Party would be crazy 11.
1: not to do a sequel.
0: The thirteen million copies without online. Now you add online, phew, like, whew, we're talking another ten to thirteen million. Copies. It's pretty nuts. So good for Nintendo, but like three years late. It's a little, a little <laughs> comical. A little comical.
1: Last story in gaming we got. PS5 has officially sold 8-plus million units.
0: We're talking November through April. So what's that? Five months or so, right? Five-ish months. Give or take. In that same four-to-five-month window for the PS4 when it debuted, that only sold 7.6 million, and that's a hundred-plus million seller. You can imagine PS5 is going to... Be around that range, and that's when we can't even find the fucking.
1: Yeah, I know that. That's literally what I was going to say. I was like, they sold eight million when no one can find it in the wild.
0: Only eight million people found one, and Ah. that's like probably, I don't know. Did you you happen to sixty percent of people probably found one? There's probably still almost half the people out there that want one that couldn't find one.
1: Do you happen to know Xbox's sales offhand? They
0: did not release them. Yeah, because I I don't remember hearing anything they had in the last like 24 hours or 48 hours, they had, they, the Xbox series X is the most um, profitable launch the company's ever had. So, I mean, they're doing just fine. I think Microsoft is in this. No way.
1: It's more than 8 million.
0: It's not even close. No, it's probably half that, but I think Microsoft is probably just fine being in third place because like, it's one of those things where if you're number three out of three, in like shitting your pants. Well, that sucks. If you're number three out of three in a, I don't know, twenty to forty billion dollar a year industry, you're still making yeah, money. You're, and you're fine. You know what I mean? Like they still generate two billion dollars a year from Game Pass alone. I don't think they're necessarily worth. Plus, out of the three companies, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, Microsoft is number one, hands down, by far, got the most fuck you money they're microsoft they have more than just xbox they have literally microsoft powerpoint word Excel. they make money hand over fist whereas sony playstation is clearly their number one brand nintendo it is their only brand yeah and microsoft xbox is just a billion dollar piece of their pie <laughs> where they still where like excel and word and like office the office suite makes more money it does killer they have teams they have literal backbones of operating systems they don't need micro or xbox like playstation is needed by sony if playstation folds sony ain't that far behind they're probably selling to somebody so like it's awesome to see sony have all the success i kind of just think microsoft is like oh a couple billion a year from game pass cool that's fucking fine where i think sony has faltered a lot lately and they're even they even kind of doubled down on that today where they said we are investing over 180 million dollars in first party exclusives like big blockbusters a lot of people are saying like what about the little games why do we have to spend 70 on every game give us the indies give us those double a titles where i play those on the switch personally and i'll play a lot of these other games on game pass when i eventually get a series s in, i don't know in a year or so whenever halo comes out um but these big triple a that's what i look forward to. it's the reason i have a PlayStation." is for the the last of us is for yeah, you know course, the uncharted course. the ghosts of so tsushima those types of titles and that i know that's shallow of me as a gamer but when i have the financial flexibility to be able to be to afford all three systems and also any game i want at any time i can I hate to say it, I, I can be that way I don't know, I know it sounds shallow no, Greg, like,
1: no. oh, Only because I, I know you And I know that's not, you know, like, it's not you But it, it's just funny the way you said it.
0: it I know how it comes off I I don't mean it that way It's just like, I, mean, I don't give I, a fuck I, if I my Playstation people. collects dust And then I play The Last of Us For 30 hours, I don't yeah. give a
1: fuck Yeah, uh, You know what I mean? I bought the it, it, console it's, it's a very expensive Blu-ray player
0: I bought the console knowing I wasn't going to play shit For it for a long time but I bought it because I fucking wanted it. And I love it. I play oh, it more well, than my baby. I play it more than my Switch. Matter of fact, I'm playing my 3DS more than anything. I just beat Platinum and I'm playing Pokemon White 2 for the first time ever right now. So I'm hey. actually playing my 3DS more than anything. But dude, when we're done this, I'm gonna go play some Skater XL on my PlayStation, because I can't play that on the Switch. So I'm cool. Nice. It's all good. Congrats to Sony for such a killer launch. And imagine what it would be if there was actually consoles. <laughs> Uh, Sam, let's end the show with your weekly WADA. Uh,
1: weekly WADA? There's a reason why I picked this game, but I I think this is the only game, graded game in my collection that I never actually played. It's called Veroni Kenshin Meiji Swordsman Romantin, Burning Kyoto Rine. This was exclusively released in Japan. Uh, you know PlayStation 2, I have it at a 9.6 A plus seal rating. The, the funny thing about this game this graded, um, I remember when um, I think it's Man Under the Red Hood, Rob, when he was helping out Wada, you know, last year, I uh, shot him a DM on Instagram saying, "Hey, uh, this game is not in your database, you know, can can you add it so I can submit?" He goes, "Yeah, of course, you know, what's it called?" And I just put Roni Kenshin because that's what you know, I it's what the show's is called, with the you know, anime, whatever, and you know, he had to figure out Meiji source. or like he's like. You had no idea how long it took me to find out the rest of his name. So, shout out to Rob for actually finding out this game, for getting me to actually submit this game. And nice. Again, I just, you know, again, it's one of my favorite animes. I just think Rony Kenshin just, I think it was 95 episodes, I think to me it's one of my favorite animes. And I thought their live action movies were probably one of the best live action animated movies to date. Like the trilogy, I, I think, was perfection. And one of the reasons why I, I picked this game today was. They actually, the fourth movie was released April 23rd. Roni Kenshin, Shushusho, the the final. And then it's uh, Roni Kenshin, I think, the beginning comes out in June. And that's going to be the end of, I guess, Roni Kenshin's live action arc, I guess, with these specific actors. So, I mean, the reviews on it, I saw two. One was they gave it a 92 out of 100. The other one was like 8.5 out of 100. So reviews were great. I have no doubt that it's going to be fantastic because their fight scenes were awesome. I, I saw that the, the new movies took like a seventh month shoot had like 6,000 extras and like 43 different locations, including Kyoto and all like the, the places you, you would hope that they would actually shoot. And they actually did. So can't wait for that. I literally just picked this, this game up because I figured it's going to be rare exclusively in Japan. I I only saw one for South. I think I saw one one for sale on eBay for like 245. That was it. And so I, I can't imagine there's going to be too many of copies of this game sealed. I, I, I know that this was it was supposed to come out for an English version with a Bandai Namco Games. It was supposed to be developed by Dimps, but due to scheduling conflicts and low-profit prospects, it was just canceled. So this is all you have is, is this version. And yeah, again, I, I think it's cool to cover. Of course, got you know Kenshin Sano, my boy Hajime Saito on the front. So I, I just thought I had it. It's PS2, happy to add it to the collection. So that was uh, Weekly Wada, Roni Kenshin.
0: And you said it was a Japanese-only release?
1: Yeah, just just released exclusively in Japan. Nice. And it was the first-party Y scene with the PlayStation 2, the the tear strip.
0: That was our... Ooh, nice. That was our Weekly Wada, and that was our episode 234. If you're looking for some spoilerific Mortal Kombat shit, I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. If you're looking for real impressions of new Pokemon Snap, you're probably going to get that next week, although... Probably could guess how that's going to go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And everybody, this was so much fun. Appreciate you hanging out for episode 233. That was that. And we'll see you next week for episode 235.
1: Kato wins.